Uh, Doctor Kenny. Yeah. I hope you're sitting down. I have some. I have some news. Why are we not recording this? Well, I'm sure we are. Are we recording this? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were still trying to. Doctor Kenny. Doctor Kenny. I have some news. I hope you're sitting down for this news. Go for it. I just was informed that Johnny Kemp passed away. I think you're lying. I don't think you would. Are you serious? That's way too random for you to just come up with. <laughs> I'm totally serious. That song, I was at Garen's house uh, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, Garen had, I don't know what channel it was on, but we were just listening to music on the TV. I guess it was on like, this, I don't know what the fuck it was, but music choice or something. <laughs> but anyway, that song came on, and Christy, who's like the world's biggest NSYNC fan, like still, <laughs> she just listens to their music in her free time like, in 2015 like it just came out and she like didn't freak out about it at all and i was just like did you know this was a cover and she was like no and i was like isn't this a big deal <laughs> she was like no <laughs> i was thoroughly people confused. people have different priorities than you and I'm i do so <laughs> baffled because i didn't know I know, and the only thing that alerted me to it was when Patrick and Matt were singing it, or uh, Tyler and Matt were singing it, and I was like, that does not sound like an NSYNC song. Mm-hmm. Just the lyrics. I mm-hmm. was like, that does sound like an NSYNC yeah. song. Just got paid Friday it was just by night. happenstance that like a month later I saw that video. Yeah, so Johnny Camp, rest in peace. Welcome to the podcast. The most random podcast on all the internet. Hello and welcome to the Patcast. I'm Patrick, your host. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. I've got a good uh, group of guys here on the Pat panel. To be. <laughs> we just had an earthquake in the Red Room. First up, we've got Tyler Mullins. Hello, Tyler. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty well. How are you, man? Uh, thank you. And last but not least, we got Dr. Kenny Shelton. Hello, my name is Dr. Kenny Shelton. Did you work this week? I did. How many days? Starting on Monday. <sighs> starting Monday? Yeah. Then if you're starting on Monday, I only worked two days. If I worked two days in a week and somebody said, did you work this week? I would have just said no. Yeah. It, well, it felt like I did because I worked I worked from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday before that. I was off Wednesday, but I worked five days before that. So I had one day, or actually six days before that. I had one day off in between. What are you, a firefighter? Yes. I start fires and I put them out. <laughs> that's what my uh, academic career is. Like. I start digital fires and I put them out. That's, that's on the yeah, interweb. That's a good example of my academic career, which was to see how far into this hole I can dig myself at the beginning of the semester while still being able to save my grade by the end. It's a it's a trapeze act that I've gotten pretty good at. I didn't know you were a trapeze artist. Tyler, name one video game you haven't played since the 90s. You haven't played it once. Haven't played it once? The 90s. Since you were a kid, you haven't gone back to play it. It can be a game you didn't like, because why would you go back to it if you didn't like it? Tyler, a game you haven't played since the 90s. Because mine is Echo the Dolphin. Oh, game. man. Couldn't get past first level. Have you ever level. seen... I couldn't get past first level. I've I was like, this is the worst game I've ever played. Have you ever seen the last <laughs> level of Echo the Dolphin? No, because I couldn't get past the first level. That game is nothing like you remember it. <laughs> that game, there's fucking aliens. Don't remember uh, aliens. Echo is saving the world. Don't remember that. Uh, it's uh, it's ludicrous, like giant bug, like an Andros type of just like giant you. alien head. Let me tell you why I don't remember that. I couldn't get past first level. 
I find it really interesting to go back and look at a lot of these games that I played as a kid. Mm-hmm. Parappa the Rapper? Where I was never even going to sniff the end of the game because it was just way too hard. Slash, I would have had to play for like six hours and yeah. there was no save, so I was never, you know. Parappa the Rapper is another one I've not played since the 90s. Well, I never played it. I well, I'll take that back. I never played it, but it was on a demo disc. Remember demo disc? Oh, yeah. It was remember, on a demo was disc. Was it on a Pizza Hut demo disc? Probably. Yeah. I remember demo discs because I never had a console that could play them. <laughs> yeah. So Tyler would come over to my house and have these... Demo discs. Demo disc, and I was just like, these are... Am- where are my demo cartridges? <laughs> well, you can play all these games. What's the equivalent equivalent to demo disc these days? Just free downloads on... Free games yeah. every week. Of- yeah. <laughs> With the play, like, free levels or whatever. With, like, one level. Do they have no, those, like, trials? They don't have trial games? I get, oh, yeah, I get full free games. games. The trial games? Okay. So, yeah. Now they're more just timed. Play, that, play this game for an hour. That's fucking yeah. annoying. I'd rather you give me, like, a shitty level. Yeah. That I could just play over Or let and you over play, yeah, play one level over and over again. Like the Street Fighter uh, demo or trial was good like that because they only give you two characters, one stage. Like, yeah. you could really just play that. <laughs> you right. could just, just be Ken and Ryu all day. But. The timed ones are annoying, especially with, like, Minecraft. Because Minecraft was timed, and it was really frustrating. Two interesting I people... it doesn't matter, you can just buy the fucking money. Two interesting people followed me on Twitter this week. Save the best for last. One, the voice of Siri. Uh, <laughs> who is that? Her name's Susan. I only know that because her Twitter handle is Seriously Susan. Mm, <laughs> Siri spelled... Okay. I, I don't know about that. Well, that's what it is. I thought it was interesting when I saw it, because I was like, well, I don't know who this is, and then I looked at it, and I was like, oh. It's... But it doesn't matter. It doesn't... Okay, it doesn't matter when people who follow you also follow, like, 30 trillion other people. Exactly. I was going to ask. And that's what that is. That's exactly what that is. okay. Because every time I get followed by somebody slightly significant, like a Chattanooga business, I'm like, oh, that's interesting, and then I'll go in, and it'll be like, oh, they... They're following other people. people. Yeah. Never mind. The other one is Dave Holmes. The. Dave. The Dave Holmes. Holmes. The Dave Holmes. I lost my mind when this happened, because one, if you had told me in the nineties that in nineteen ninety nine that the runner up be a DJ, VJ would follow me on Twitter, I'd be confused and excited. I I think I think if you would. Depends on how early this was. But if <laughs> yeah. you had said that guy is going to follow you on Twitter one day, I think it would have been a realistic ex- expectation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Fast forward to like 1999, you said the host of Say What Karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, well, that's a bit, okay. that's a little lofty. Yeah, yeah. Dave Holmes. I was very excited. It was only because I've already. For, it's uh, it, only. There's like 17 reasons. Well, I guess, but the the main reason was I favorited a tweet of his that was a song he had said something about like that he liked or whatever and i favored it I and I, exactly what that tweet is yeah and i hadn't heard i hadn't heard the song until i saw it i went out of my Are way you to, serious no 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 i hadn't if i had it's been years but i went and looked i went out of my way to go look it up and i was like oh yeah this Are is we great about cowboy song i don't know if it was cowboy song that was the one that you favorited though just the, the other one day? that i saw let me look let me where look. he said like history will be very kind to the cowboy song it may have been no 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 that one is one but there's another there was one he just did the other day right it wasn't the cowboy song. Yes, but obviously, was, cowboy song. I know. Yeah. Yes, of course. 
but I favored it, and I hadn't heard the song, and I went out of my way to look it up. I was like, oh, cool. I didn't say anything to him. I just I just favored it. I go through, if I'm looking through my Twitter, it's really easy on my app on my phone to favorite a tweet very quickly by just tapping, so that's why I favor it so much. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Tell, cool. us, tell us more like about it. how simple this is. It's very simple. So the tweet was, <laughs> <laughs> he said it was the most slept on jam of all time, Burning in the Sun by Blue Merle. I looked it up. It was from like 2005. Mm-hmm. Blue like okay, Merle. Blue Merle. I hadn't really heard it. I was like, whatever. I liked it. I was like, that's cool. Didn't think anything else of it. Thirty minutes later, he tweets me, says, "Blue Merle recognition equals follow <laughs> always." <laughs> well, how many favorites did that tweet have? Like two. Maybe. Really? Yeah. Which is weird because Dave Holmes. I'm gonna start favoriting some tweets. <laughs> yeah, he might. He might follow you. You probably have to tweet some. So he's following... Whatever I tweeted the other day. He's following a thousand people, but that's... I mean, I'm following a thousand people. Yeah. It's not... A thousand for Dave Holmes is quite a low number. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... I wonder how many people anyway, I'm following. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I Large. couldn't believe it. Do you really follow a thousand people? Yeah. Your feed has to be useless. It, I, I hide a lot of stuff. Yeah. Do you have anybody, like, muted? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have a lot of muted stuff. Hey, Dr. Kenny, I see you're drinking a Coca-Cola there. Hey, speaking of Coke. Yeah? <laughs> Cherry Coke specifically, which is relevant to the story. I was reading about New Coke the other day, because this is not something that I lived through. Yeah. It's not something that any of us lived through, unless Tyler's been lying to us for years. Tyler, are you a liar? How old are you? Yeah. 17. What's your age? So, no. I didn't live through New Coke. <laughs> do you rem- How much do you know about New Coke? Very little. Either of you. To none. I know some. Okay, New Coke is fucking fascinating because I think that what Coke has become post New Coke is completely different from the company they were before that. And I feel like people our age could never fathom that Coke would actually do this. Mm-hmm. But, like, New Coke was incredible because they totally got rid of Coke. Right. What we know is Coke. It was gone. gone. Couldn't buy it. Well, you could. It was pretty difficult, though. That is insane, I think, from the perspective of somebody living in, like, 2015, and what Coke has become. It's crazy that that company would ever do that. It's crazy that any company would ever do that. And, I mean, it was crazy back then, too, but it just doesn't even seem possible. Right. But I did I, I did a lot of reading on it, and the story's really interesting, because Coke was getting beat. This was, like, in the midst of the Pepsi Challenge, mm-hmm. and Coke was getting trounced in the Pepsi Challenge, and that was, like, a super successful marketing gimmick right and coke was getting beat out by pepsi in like supermarkets and whatnot and the only reason coke was still what they were is because they had a stranglehold on like restaurants and whatnot Mm -hmm. right and so they decided that like nothing was sacred they were like we're gonna do we're gonna change whatever we have to to beat pepsi and that includes changing the recipe of coke and then they actually went through with it which is just nuts to me that they would be so <clears throat> scared of a marketing gimmick on Pepsi's part, that would weird. make them change the formula of this like yeah, that I didn't know. crazy, right? Uh, successful cultural identity of the United States. Mm-hmm. That is bizarre. How bizarre! The interesting thing about New Coke was, okay, so the reason Pepsi won in taste tests, mm-hmm. like in malls and shit, mm-hmm. was because Pepsi is sweeter. And on the first sip of a beverage, the sweeter beverage, people tend to go, mm-hmm. say, taste better. Over the course of an entire can or a glass, um, the less sweet beverage will win. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. So if you give somebody a can of Coke, can of Pepsi, Coke wins. Sip of Coke, sip of Pepsi, Pepsi wins. 
So New Coke, when it came out, they made it sweeter mm-hmm. so that it was winning taste tests. Right. And that was <laughs> that convinced them. Right. Which is just nuts that a company like Coke, which is right up there with like Google and Microsoft uh-huh. and every uh-huh. other like like lights out yep. brand in the world would actually Facebook would actually be okay with doing all that. It is it is strange. It's very bizarre. I recommend anybody listening go check out the story of New Coke. It's fucking fascinating. Now, I don't know my Mountain Dew history. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw an advertisement or maybe I saw I don't know what I maybe it was on in my Twitter feed something about if they're I, they're either going but they're br- not going back but they're bringing back their old recipe and it's got sh- it's got more sugar well, in it. They've been doing that for a while. Well, this is like but this one's like called like Mountain Dew Shine, like Moonshine. Yeah, it's it's like Tennessee. Yeah, it's clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never, I saw that. Never seen that. I still haven't seen it in stores. So I don't even know if it's out yet. Is I don't it think yet? it is out yet. Yeah, but I saw a picture of it not too long ago. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Dew Shine. I saw that. I give it a whirl. It's fucking clear. <laughs> it's clear. It's weird. <laughs> Did we learn anything from Crystal Pepsi? Um, we didn't, and that's why they're doing it again, but with Mountain Dew this time. Now Mountain Dew is no Mountain Holler. You say that, but I don't know. Okay, well, Mountain Holler is the taste of success. That's such a weird slogan. It's a slogan. It's a slogan that that I gave it. I gave it that slogan many months ago. Can you think of a slogan? No. Tyler? No. The real slogan for Mountain Holler is Radical Citrus Thirst Blaster. Uh, The Superman Batman trailer is out. What? How did I not see this? I don't know. I saw the Star Wars one. And the Hateful Eight one. What do you think of the Star Wars one? It's pretty good. It looked pretty uh, classically Star Wars. Yeah, it? pretty. It's great. I thought it was great. Yeah. A little upset with the lack of earring in Harrison Ford's ear. Fed with the feather. This all took place a long time ago. And where, though? It wasn't socially acceptable. It wasn't even in the realm of social possibility. Do any? Does anybody wear earrings in Star Wars? There's only like four women in the whole series, so. I don't think so. I don't think I don't. I don't think they have earrings in space. I'm sure there's some aliens that. I thought the trailer was was very well done. I thought it was still just a nut. Well, it's not even. It's still not a trailer. Didn't tell you anything. It's still not. It's still just a teaser. We're still. That's all I want to see. We're still. Yeah, you're not going with fucking trailers. I know. We've seen two teasers. Patrick. I mean, hey, Patrick. My name is Patrick on the show. (laughs) Brandon. Ask me, Brandon loves Jurassic Park. It's yeah. one of like the four movies we yeah. agree on. Yeah. And so we're both pretty excited for Jurassic World, although he's legitimately excited. I'm cautiously optimistic. Sure. Because the first trailer that came out for Jurassic World is just the dialogue was so cheesy. Mm. I was just like, I could hate this movie. Now, did you <laughs> see the one, the trailer that just came out for Terminator? Oh. The newest? No, <laughs> the newest one. Subject. The newest one. No. It's uh, super spoilerish. Oh, is it? It's, if you don't want to be spoiled, don't watch this okay, trailer. This is really interesting because now we've created a parallel. That happened with Terminator 2. Yeah. Because when Terminator 2 came out, fucking spoilers by the way, when Terminator 2 came out, they gave away the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger was good in the trailer. Right. Before the movie came out. Right. I'm t- One I'm of these like amazing twists. Right. The, for the first like 30 minutes of the movie. Well, that's think, what's happened. Shit. That's what's happened here. There's a huge twist that would be perfect if you're watching the movie. Right. But instead they've spoiled it all in the trailer I, how does that's that... like uh how craig feels about uh planet of the apes the re-release oh my god <laughs> i saw a version of planet of the apes a dvd on amazon the cover of the dvd is the statue of liberty yeah what how does yeah. that happen 
Yeah. Is that spoiler so apart, so ingrained in our culture that it's just not a spoiler anymore? Yeah. Like, it, here's the thing. I remember when I was a kid, Planet of the Apes was on TV. I was pretty little. And my dad was like, Craig, you need to watch this movie. This is a great movie, culturally relevant. You'll like it. So I'm watching the movie, and I get to the very end, and the camera pans out, Statue of Liberty, Charlton Heston's very upset, and my dad looks at me with his like big, goofy smile on his face. He's like, huh? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is like a big moment from like his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, well, how about that? And I was just like, what? I don't... <laughs> he was like, they're on Earth! They were always on Earth, and I was just like, "Oh my God, you let him!" I was, down I was so like, I was like, "Oh, I, did we not know that?" <laughs> I was just kind of assumed it was like a dystopian future movie. Oh my gosh! It yeah. wasn't clear to me. I guess, I guess you kind of have to see like the very first scene to yeah. understand that they're not on Earth. But. It's almost just the way wrestling DVDs are too these days. They put a spoiler okay. on the cover. They put the they I put the spo- I disagree with that because I consider wrestling I like But it was wrestling. never that way. I like wrestling best when it's treated like a sport. And there's right. no spoilers in sports because right. sport events are news items. That's true. That's true. But it was also never that way. It would just be a post the poster of the event, but now it's like here's the ending of the pay per view. Yeah, it's the ending of standing over whoever lost. Right. Yeah. Granted, we have the network now, so DVDs are pointless. I yeah, I di- I disagree with wrestling spoilers. And like the subreddit, the wrestling subreddit is bad about that. Yep. Where they make everybody tag spoilers and everything for 24 hours. I'm like, no, fuck That's you. Stupid. It's a sport. It's yeah. like, it all happens in real time. Uh, but anyway, I was also going to say, we kind of got sidetracked there, but in uh, the same spirit as Terminator spoiling apparently two uh, major story developments in their series, yeah. Star Wars did the same thing. When the trailer for Episode One came out, they revealed Darth Maul's mm, yeah. lightsaber. That should not have happened. That should have been a moment in the movie where you see the guy, one blade, and then the second blade comes out and the audience goes, whoa. <laughs> like, that's some heavy shit, right? Yeah. That should have happened. And then they did it again with the new fucking lightsaber. Yeah, with that one, yeah. Right like, away. Like, first save thing. That shit yeah, like, for the first movie. thing. It's almost like teasers need to just become more short and sweet <laughs> Don't and just. Trailers. Yeah, that I'm too. That's trailers. true. That's true. First of all, there's 17 trailers for yeah. some of them starting well before, like, Star Wars. When did the first teaser for Star Wars come out? A year ahead of time, right? Yeah, a year ahead. That doesn't need to happen. Yeah. Um, now we're what, like with, nine months out? I'm done with knowing any details about the movie. Yeah. Before Until I the movie. going to see the movie. Luckily, I don't watch a whole lot of live TV. I'm pretty much, these days, if I'm watching something that's downloaded or on demand or something. So I don't see a lot of the TV. I don't know how much they spoil in the TV spots. It's really easy to ignore commercials. That's true, too. <laughs> that's true, too. But It's not hard. As soon as the show goes off... I'm doing something right. else. That's true. I'm on my phone or That's true. I'm on the computer or something. I just don't know if they're as spoilery in those as they are in the actual. That's trailers. an interesting thought. I mean, isn't every trailer a TV spot though? Not teasers, but. Mm, I mean, yeah. Aren't they? Because yeah. when you look up a trailer online, there's not like online trailer number one. It's always <laughs> just TV trailer. Right. TV yeah. trailer. Well, actually, no. Because, I mean, you've got... Theatrical trailers. Theatrical trailers. Those, those, like are, those are minutes. minutes. Those are like two and a half minutes and long. Red These are like 30 seconds. Are like an animal of their own. Those don't even exist. Yeah, probably. they do. What? What was the last Red Band trailer you saw? Uh, fuck. They do. They more around? exist, more or less exist just for comedies. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I guess that's true. That's but they are still around. 
I feel like I haven't seen a Red Band trailer. I think I just saw a Red Band trailer for the Amy Schumer Judd Apatow one that's coming out soon. I was gonna. I was about to say Judd Apatow movies is like the only ones <laughs> yeah, I ever seen have Red, Red Band, Band trailers, trailers for. Yeah. When was the last time you saw a Red Band trailer in the theater? Uh, never. No, I've I seen. Think, a, I've seen a we, few. I think we saw one. We saw a movie together that had one. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I don't remember either. It's been a while. Though. It was probably back in like oh eight, oh nine, something like that. But so. it's only if you see an R rated movie though. They might. They might. They may or may not attach one to it. Right. It's been a while. Though. It shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Cloverfield. What about it? Good movie. Was that PG thirteen? Oh, okay. it was. This, it was PG. This is an interesting uh, thought that I've had uh, recently. Okay, you know how once you pass a certain age, like once you pass sixteen, you start driving. Driving is no longer you know very exciting or anything. You don't have to worry about going anywhere. You never get into a situation where you're like, oh, I wish I could go to the store. I wish I had a driver's license or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. Or, like, once you turn 21, like, drinking bars, that's not a problem anymore. This is, like, a huge issue up until you turn 21. How do I get beer? Mm-hmm. And then after you turn 21, it's just an errand at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and it sucks. Movie ratings are, I think, the most extreme example of that. I do not, I don't even know what movies are rated anymore. I don't know when a movie's rated R. I don't know when it's rated PG-13. I have no idea. I haven't looked at it once since I was like 16 years old. Yeah. Yeah, once you hit an age, you don't think about it or anything. Yeah. But it's so much... Before, it was so much, it was like... It's so much more of an extreme, because, I mean, there's still obstacles, like when you're trying to get alcohol or something. You're like, well, you know, I forgot my license, Mm -hmm. or it's 3 a.m. or something like that. True. Like, movies... Totally irrelevant. Yeah. Doesn't matter what they're rated. Right. Is that not crazy that such a large percentage of the population a movie rating is totally irrelevant for, and it's just the people... It's not... The kids don't even care. It's just the parents who care. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them probably don't even care. Yeah. Movie ratings are built for such a small subset of the audience, but they have such a bearing on studios who are obsessed with making sure that a movie gets a PG-13 rating. That's so or true. we have to make sure that this movie has a PG rating. Yeah. Because it's not going to sell well if it's a PG-13 or if it's an R. Right. And so as a, as, as a result, a lot of movies creatively are stunted because the stu- because of pressure from the studio to make sure that, you know, you can't, you, you can't say that. Do you ever get upset when a band does a farewell tour no. and then later they come back? Absolutely not. Me neither. Live music? They're just lying so to their fans. I have, not, I have no love for live music. What did you say, Tom? They're, they're lying to their fans. Oh, yeah. There's that. Yeah, I've never gotten... <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. I saw Molly Cruz got... Their, this is their like last year touring, and I, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, why do I feel like in like five That's or six years they're going to be yeah, back? Yeah. Definitely going to be back. I feel like for some... And maybe it's not. I don't know... Uh, Tommy Lee personally, or any of any of the Motley Crue members, but I you feel don't like know Tommy Lee personally. I don't, but I feel like sometimes with farewell tours, it just sounds like a huge. If you're if you're labeling it a farewell tour, it's like a cash grab. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Gotta make money. Well, fairness, like... That's every tour that doesn't have an album attached <clears> to it. It's true. But what well, even if you have an album? attached Aha did it, and they had an album attached to it. Oh, did they? And they were done in 2010, and then. This past year, they were announced they're playing Rock in Rio, which is like the biggest festival in Brazil, because they apparently they broke the Guinness World Records for biggest crowd ever in like '91 or '92. There. Uh huh. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Look it up. It's wild. They're huge overseas. That's not crazy. That's stupid. <laughs> I know. So they 
they invited them back for like the 30th anniversary, and then all of a sudden they're like, well, we're doing a new album and a tour, and it's been five years since their like farewell tour. Yeah, see, that doesn't... See, if a band if, if a band who was previously broken up gets back together sort of in, when they're in their, like, 40s or 50s... Or yeah, their mid-50s. Yeah, in their 50s, now. there's probably a good chance that they're not going to, like, break up again. Right. You have to assume that they're going to... Because can you think of an example of a band... That's what I was trying to. That was, that was my next question, tour, and then and stuck then it with was. it. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I don't I don't know. That's what I was going to ask because I was like, what is which band has done it and stuck to it? Probably hasn't happened. No, Phil Collins to an extent. What do you mean? Because he got isn't he like sort of deaf or something now a little bit, and he can't play drums anymore. And I feel like he had a farewell tour, and I feel like he's not done anything in like ten years or something like that. We'll say maybe on Phil Collins, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not going to put a uh... Phil. We don't want to throw you into the fire. With well, Genesis problems. did one, and uh, the Police is another one. So far, they did one, right? And that's done. I don't know that they really called it a farewell, but they definitely said this is it, though. Michael Jackson. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson said this is it, and never even got to do it. He never even got to have those shows. I don't know. I thought it was interesting, especially once I started thinking about the Aha thing, because I was like, well, this. It's like they five years ago they just had their farewell right. tour and had like a great farewell show and it was like that was it and now it's like okay well you're back so now anytime I see like something about a farewell tour I just sit and wonder I'm like is it really though is it are you really are you really done because I feel like you're not I feel like you're gonna be back maybe sales are down how many have kissed haven't kissed done a few <laughs> farewell tours yeah with a different combination of <laughs> different combination band of bands every time. Yeah. At the same time, though, I don't feel like you hear a lot about farewell tours, but maybe you do. I feel like I don't really hear a ton anymore about, oh, this is it, we're done. It's great the Stones never had a farewell tour, did they? I don't think they did. I guarantee you at least one of their <laughs> was a farewell. was billed as a farewell tour. <laughs> is everybody still in the Stones? Yeah. Everyone. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty fucking rare. Yeah. That's another rarity. You know, if they were touring with like two or three original members, then you could kind of get mad at them. Right. It's the original band, though. Yeah. That's not that bad. It's wild. I don't have a problem with that. Mm -mm. It's cool when you think about it, because it's Certainly. like you it's guys like actually... Yeah, it's like you guys actually stayed. Yeah. It's under... Well, I mean, it's under difference. I mean, you can do it sort of like Zeppelin and be like, well, once a member died, you're just done. Yeah. You know, but then... And they, they've they pretty much... they've pre I'd give Led Zeppelin, besides the one or two reunions they've right. done, they've... they've Well, they didn't have a farewell, but they've... You know, they didn't try to like cash in or just get another like drummer and be like well let's keep doing it which is fine I can look at it both ways though because it's like I want to say that I saw Led Zeppelin but I can't so it's like do you or do you don't, I don't know it's not up to me seeing a band after the fact just doesn't seem romantic to me at all it's not even like a feather in your cap I don't think if I had seen Led Zeppelin at any point in the past like 20 years yeah, without jump on him I would have been proud of that I wouldn't have been like Hey, well, what if it was with? But what if it was with Jason Bonham, though? No, even then, because the band's not making music now. That's true. But if they were, <laughs> if we changed every variable in this scenario, maybe <laughs> there's a chance I'd be okay with it. Would you have gone to see Floyd without Roger Waters? Yeah, because they were Floyd for a long time without Roger Waters. That's true. Roger Waters announced yesterday he's reissuing a Muse to Death on. Vinyl, I guess they've remake, remastered it or whatever. Right. It's coming out on vinyl for the first time ever, and of course it's fifty bucks because why is it not fifty yeah. bucks? And he put up this cool, this really cool video, like a two minute video of him talking about it. 
how like I guess the message of the album still like resonates today, right. but more with like phones and sure. stuff. But it was pretty interesting him hearing him talking about. It. He's talking about vinyl. He's like he's like I might he's like I might have to go get me a turntable so I can <laughs> play <laughs> the album. Yeah, he's like he's like I really miss doing the old. He did he did the hand motion of putting <laughs> putting it onto the record. He's like he's like I miss putting the needle onto the record. It's kind of funny. Roger Waters like seventy one, seventy two now. Is that it? Yeah. That seems younger than. I it think sounds. About, well, I guess it, I only think it's about right, just because I, I'm aware. But, but yeah. That's fair. But I, I don't know, Phil. I I wonder. I feel like he should still have one last tour. But he really the, during the wall, the wall that last wall tour, he was really making it sound like that was, gonna be kind of it. He's like, I don't see how I can get much bigger than this. Right. But I still like for him to do another tour and just do f- like all kinds of Floyd songs and not the wall. Sure. Yeah, I don't want to hear the wall live in concert either. No. Well, the show was really cool, even though it's not a favorite album. The yeah. show was awesome. Yeah. It was a very visually stunning show. And there's apparently a documentary. It was either a doc- I couldn't, I couldn't find out if it was a documentary or if it was actually just a live show oh, right. that premiered at, like, Tribeca. It was, like, a at the film festival. So I'm... I don't know when... Both, right? Maybe. Like yeah, maybe. I would like I would like for them to be... I would like both. I would like to get a DVD of the show, but I'd also like to get a documentary about the show. You know where the name Tribeca comes from? Three Beccas. Not quite. Damn it. Tell us, Dr. Kenny. I can't even remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was genuinely you asking. You lived in New York. So it comes it comes from the from the neighborhood, Tribeca? It's like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but it's like a, um, I forget what to call it. It's kind of like a, um, I guess it's kind of like an acronym. <laughs> But each uh, Tribeca is like it stands for a triangle. Something, mm. something. Beck. Beck. Uh. Triangle at like Beach and Canal Street or something mm. like that. Yeah, maybe. I love learning. That makes sense. I love I learning about. It, I, I, I love learning about about something from someone <laughs> who half knows what they're talking about. What'd you learn today? I learned where a name might have come from. Yeah, I think I know where Tribeca came from. <laughs> On the next podcast. Uh, so did Johnny Camp really die? Yeah. Mm. Mm. You know why? Why? Didn't get paid. Too soon. No. Too soon.